everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a supernatural rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Welcome back. Hi, Sammy. Hi. How was your pumpkin Ooh. carving last night? It was comical. <laughs> uh, no, it was really good. I um, I thought I was going to have like a super cool uh, pattern to do, you know, because mm-hmm. nowadays you can carve pretty much anything into a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Well, I say you can. I can't. I ended up with, um, you know, just a, a, a snaggly tooth, you know, yeah. pumpkin. Traditional uh, Jack O'Lantern. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but Julie's kids were so cute. Last time I did pumpkin carving with them, I had to pay them. I had to bribe them to stick their hands in the goo, in the pumpkin guts, because they were so grossed out by it. Yeah. And these are little kids. You think they would have been like, yeah. 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 No, I had to pay them. And <laughs> and this year, they were like, are you going to pay us <laughs> to, to, to reach in and scoop out the guts? And I said, no. And uh, so they kind of went at it themselves. Yeah. But Henry, who is five. Yeah. He decided that playing in the bowl of guts was more fun than anything. So last year, he wouldn't touch it. He was very squeamish. This year, yeah. we couldn't keep his hands out of it. He was just like, it's guts. It's brains. It's, and he was just, I mean, having a blast with this stuff. It was really cute. It was oh really God. cute. How about you? Did you cover a pumpkin? No, I didn't. I haven't done really anything Halloween-y this year. Well, your sketches are going pretty well. Oh, no, they're not. I've done like... Oh four (laughs) so inktober is supposed to be a drawing every single day which equals 31 drawings uh Uh, i the first week i did pretty good and then the second week i mean i I wasn't as gung-ho about you know being adamant on doing it every single day like i was last year so i was like you know what i'll just do it when i can um i did the first week great the second week, I didn't do anything, which was great. You know, I knew that was going to happen. And right. then I've done maybe like two or three after that. Oh. And I had and I had ideas to do it, ideas, and then I just like didn't do them. Didn't do them. <laughs> so. Best laid plans. How is it that like when we were in high school, you come home from school and you have the entire day left? Like it just felt like yeah. you had time to do, you had time to do your homework, time to watch TV, time to have dinner, then time after dinner. You know, I felt like you had a whole nother day. Now it's like you sit down on the couch to do like one thing. When I say sit down on the couch, I mean like with the computer type of thing. Yeah. And then you look up and it's like end of the day and you have no yeah. time to do anything else. It's I know. Where does the time go? Well, I know like if you're working like a nine to five or so, uh, my commute at least is like 45 minutes on the train, you know, so train, yeah. if I get done at five, I'm home at six ish, depending on how many delays there are on the train right and then i should if i want to get eight hours of sleep be going to bed at like 10 or 11 so that's only four maybe five hours if i'm lucky yeah getting home from high school i think i was home at like three like yeah three or four like because the day started at something ridiculous yeah Yeah. seven like classes were like at 7 15 or 7 20 yeah yeah yeah, but it still seems like even even if you did, let's say, a nine to three job, sure. you still the time that you have at home to do your personal things seems much more restricted it does. than it used to be. It, it just seems to go by faster. That's that's yeah. I mean, I get well, I know it I, I I don't have parents at home to be like, do your homework now. You can't do anything until you do your homework. <laughs> right. I don't have that anymore, so I just get easily distracted. I'm like, I don't have to do this right now. 
I'll just watch. I'll just watch. Finish some more shows. Yeah, squirrel. Ooh, here's some stuff on Instagram. Ooh, here's a. Oh, I need to clean my. I have to fold my laundry. You know, it's just. It's 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 like the. If you give a mouse a cookie of household chores. Did you say if you give a mouse a cookie? Did you just yeah. say that? Have you not? Do you, are you not aware I, of that book? No. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> It's a classic if, children's if them, book. And it's called if, if You Give a Mouse a Cookie? Yes. There's two. I think that was the first one. And then the second one is If You Give a Moose a Muffin or something <laughs> silly like that. But the premise goes, <laughs> if you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk to go with it. If you give him the glass of milk, he's going to want a straw to drink it out of. If you give the mouse a straw to drink the milk, he's going to want... And it goes on and 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 on. Gotcha. So on and so forth. And I don't remember how it ends, but it's <laughs> oh. it's very cute. I highly recommend it, even as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly made an impact on you. <laughs> and, I can't believe you've never life. heard that. I everyone never, everyone I know is just like, oh, if you give a mouse a cookie. It's turned into like a... A meme? Uh, not a meme, even. Like a, just a saying. A saying? Yeah. Uh, maybe it's Like just early bird old. gets the worm. If you give oh. a mouse a cookie... I am so old, Sammy. <laughs> Every time we podcast, it, it brings to light how much older I am. <laughs> Not just than you, but just in general uh. of everybody. Season 2, Episode 10, Hunted. This description is from the Netflix uh, because I didn't have the box with me, but it's actually a pretty good one. After Dean tells Sam what their father told him before he died, the distraught Sam sneaks off to Indiana alone. Written by Rael Tucker and directed by Rachel Talale. Talale? Oh, okay. So, some sort of fun last name like that. But so, a, la- a lady team. I was just going to say, so all females. Who do Yes. I liked this episode. This was another one. Like, because when Croatoan ended, it was one of those kind of cliffhangers. Mm. It wasn't a full cliffhanger, but it was a what did dad say and so this time like tuning in and it didn't start directly with where it ended last time because it started with the cold opener and then it goes into the the where things left off with croatone yeah yeah and so i was when it first started up i was like oh they're not gonna they're gonna make us wait another episode (laughs) this is gonna be you know total another standalone type of thing mm. so i was a little bit i was like oh shake my fist i was like very right. clever supernatural keep us hooked yeah. in for yet another episode right i mean we can kind of guess what's gonna happen a based on the cliffhanger of the last episode but also in the recap when it's all about dad and demon and dean discussing this big secret this big sam secret yeah did he say anything to you yeah yes no, nothing. yes and like the little spots of the other psychic kids uh that we've seen right. previously max and andy right. and such like that yeah and and sam saying everybody's capable of murder mm-hmm. you know so sam is already uh looking on the negative side of of his psychic abilities he's seeing the path that these other kids have gone down and is mm-hmm. completely relating himself to them thinking this is my destiny this is what's going to happen to me yeah so thus the title hunted yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. not not a hard jump to be like okay guess who's going to be hunted so our teaser 
opens with therapist's office. There's a close-up of a tape recording and a close-up of the name tag of the doctor, Dr. George Waxler. And the guy on the couch, <laughs> literally and figuratively, is this guy who looks like he hasn't slept in like two weeks. Oh, Just yeah. Like bags. bags. Black under his eyes. Mm-hmm. He kind of gives that, that, that typical psychic speech that we've heard a few times. You know, it started about a year ago. I had migraines, nightmares. But he says that he can electrocute people at will, which his doctor is like, How do you uh-huh. know? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know you can do this? And he says, I did it to the, to the neighbor's cat. Put my hand on him and, like, microwaved him from the inside out like hamburger, which is disgusting and cruel and <laughs> I, I as soon as he said that I in my head I was like why would you do that and then this the, the doctor actually said why mm. would you do that yeah and uh and the, so the guy on the couch explains further that it's not that I want to do this is that somebody is telling me to do this the mm-hmm. the yellow-eyed man mm-hmm. in my dreams tells me not only do I need to do this but I need to do worse and I am going to do worse. Yeah. Um, and and, I, and he says, like, he also tells me that he's got plans for me. Yeah. And then when the doctor says, what kind of plans, it cuts before this guy actually speaks them out loud. One of my questions was, does this guy on the couch, um, whose name is Scott Carey, I, I myself said, well, can't you just say no? Like, what makes you, what compels you to do what the yellow-eyed man is telling you to do? Mm-hmm. And so that was, I wrote down that question. Can he say no? Not not in a negative way, not like, mm-hmm. why isn't he saying no? But like, mm-hmm. why can't he say no? Yeah. And and then the psychiatrist asked the same question. You know, can you say no? And Scott Carey says, he's like, I can't. There's so much worse would be done. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he says. No, he has plans for me, meaning I I think he fears for himself and his his life if he doesn't do what the yellow-eyed man says right. to do. And he doesn't call mm-hmm. him a demon. He just calls him a yellow-eyed man. No, no one, the, all of them have said the yellow-eyed man. Eyed man. They don't know that he's a demon. Only Sam and Dean do because that's the world that they live in. Yeah. So during this whole um, episode, uh, episode uh, session, uh, mm-hmm. the psychiatrist session, there's a song playing in the background. I mean, that the, whole teaser, the whole yeah, teaser, the whole it's teaser. It's like the whole song. I oh my god, this song made it for me. Uh, like just the the crescendo. The, I mean, I love this song. See, I I thought it was perfect for this. I've always hated this song, but really? it's perfect because it <laughs> creeped me out. It's always yeah. creeped me out. Uh, the the song, by the way, is "White Rabbit" from Jess- Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. And, you know, and it's in, it references Alice in Wonderland, you know, mm-hmm. and you take the big pill. I mean, the the red pill, the white pill, do you get bigger, you get smaller. You know, it's mm-hmm. all about drugs and mind expansion. Mm-hmm. And I, as a kid, I couldn't relate to that because I didn't know about the whole, you know, drug journey that that was prevalent in the 60s. Obviously, you didn't either. So it was mm-hmm. very foreign to me and I didn't like it because I didn't understand it. So the song mm-hmm. itself, very trippy, perfect. Mm-hmm. perfect for this entire teaser um but not because i like the song you know mm-hmm. but because mm-hmm. i hate the song and it just made me so on edge <laughs> but like right at one of the crescendo moments done with the doctor and he's it's nighttime he's walking to his car in the parking lot and the camera is in the view of like someone who's like sneaking up on him like you know from the bushes at one point right scott right. doesn't 
necessarily see or hear him until it's too late. You know, he's got the key near the door and then turns around. Yeah, because he sees somebody reflected in his in his car window. Turns around and kind of has this... Uh, uh, recognition of fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't see him. the person. We just no. see the person stabbing Ugh. Scott in the stomach, and then doing like a little slice up just for good measure. Yeah, well, because Scott tries to put his hand on him, like to electrocute him, mm-hmm. and uh, the person who's attacking him obviously sees this coming and blocks his hand. Knows mm-hmm. not to touch his hand. So whoever is attacking him knows that Scott has this ability. Uh, after the title screen, here is the continuation from the last episode. Yeah. And then here it is. Here's the big Sam secret reveal. He says, he wanted me to watch out for you and take care of you. He said that I had to save you, that nothing else mattered. And if I couldn't, I might have to kill you. Ouch. That is, <laughs> yeah. that is huge. Which yeah. explains the look on Dean's face in the hospital room when dad leaned over his shoulder. Yeah. What a bomb being dropped on yeah. poor Sam. Poor Sam. And with no connection, no how do you how do you even deal with that? Like what do you what? <laughs> yeah. How do you deal with knowing that your father told your brother that he might have to kill him? Kill yeah. With no explanation. Because that you know, Sam totally righteous anger anger here. Yes, hurt, um, disbelief, and anger. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's just like, why? What? What? Why? And Dean's like, I, I do not know. That is all he told me. That's yep. all that I was left with, too. You know, I have yep. no reference into what he's talking right. about. And and I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. And you're immune to some weirdo demon virus. And so now I, maybe this is something that's out of our hands. Yeah, and He's lost, and that, yeah, 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 and that's why Dean is just like, let's just, let's go some, let's go to the, the Grand Canyon, let's just leave, Amsterdam. let's just stop, yeah, <laughs> right, let's just lay low until, and he doesn't say until we figure this out, he says until I can figure this out, yeah, you know, yeah, I, he wants I, more I time. time, He's begging, yep. begging Sam, yep. Meanwhile, Sam yep. is like, what am I going to go the dark opposite. side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, He's so the opposite angry. reaction. He's like, we need to figure this out now. Mm-hmm. And fair enough, because this is the he's the one that this is happening to. He's the subject of all of this. And and it's this time that Dean is the one saying that things are out of control. It's always been Sam saying, Dean, you're out of control. Uh-huh. And this time Dean is saying this is out of our control. Yeah, it's like Dean's kind of the centered one and and scared and so wants to be cautious, whereas Sam is now wants to just run into traffic and, you know, like, go get the demon. Go find out what's wrong. Go figure this out on his own. I don't blame him. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I don't. I don't either. It's just you a know? role reversal, you know, and, yeah. and not and not for the last time. <laughs> Will the brothers have a, no. a role rehearsal? No. OK, so next scene we see is nighttime. They're at their motel room. I think it was called, what, the Velvet Inn? The Velvet Inn, only slightly pornographic. (laughs) I know. I got a kick out of the motel names in this one, and I, like, kept running them down. He is quietly sneaking out. Yeah, Sam's got his backpack. He's he's, Uh he's going somewhere. Yeah, he's he's doing the whole, like, look left, look right, and he's following me. (laughs) Sneaky, sneaky. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Approaches a car, hijacks it. <laughs> he totally like has a slim jim. Like, oh, Sam, you're a thief. Mm-hmm. You're a bad person. Normally, that'd be a Dean thing. Yeah, 
And the next thing we see is uh, Sam's arrived at an address. It's dark and it's um, foggy out. And this, it looks like it's like this burnt out, just abandoned house. Yeah. And he's walking towards it with a, he's got a piece of paper in his hand with an address on it. And he's walking up to this dark abandoned house. And I was like, how, how, what, where, how? But okay, Valerie, let it happen. Yeah. And he, uh, as he's creeping into the house, I mean, it doesn't look like there's anybody there. He uh, opens a door and kind of peers in and then takes a step in and trips a a tripwire. And you see a look on Sam's face like, uh uh-oh. Yeah, this like whole moment of realization is a touch slow-mo because yeah. it's like you see him like realize what happened, oh shit, and then looking around for what it's actually tripping or maybe he, oh, he, he uh, heard the, the click, I think. The, it's um, a, yeah, it's a grenade, right? Yeah. It, yep. The pin slowly comes out and then kind of slowly you see Sam literally explode. <laughs> it's comical only because of the last thing you see on his face is like, oh. <laughs> yeah yeah um but i mean he explodes the house explodes and blood splatters the uh, camera lens yeah um and then the next thing you see is like one of sam's shoes like bloody smoking, and smoking. smoldering mm-hmm. and completely dripping with blood yeah and on a side note it's funny that this happened because I just saw a, a fan uh, Twittered something about just receiving their new pair of shoes, and they were excited because they were Sam's first shoes. So I saw that Twitter first oh, with a picture of those shoes, and then yeah. I watched this episode, and I was like, ooh, maybe not be so excited about those <laughs> new shoes if that's what Sam just got blown up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we see uh, kind of what we've been calling the vision sequence. Yes. Surprise, surprise. The vision is not coming from Sam. Sam. Nope. It's coming from a girl who's in bed with her boyfriend. Yeah, but her boyfriend's all super. He's like, are you okay? You know, mm-hmm. she's like, no, mm-hmm. it's just a nightmare. I, I'll be okay. Just go back to sleep. Now, clearly she is drenched, though. This isn't just a nightmare. She just yeah. was like, you know, full-blown yeah. terror. Yeah. Um, but he's like, okay. You know, and he lays back down. Yeah. And she kind of like, okay, what was that? What's a twist? yes <laughs> who's this girl why yeah. is she nightmaring about sam yeah so this house it made me think of because it was so spooky and haunted uh-huh. uh the explosion not that's not what i'm talking about but the actual like house the in the no 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 the oh, his, oh, oh, the, the abandoned house. house oh mm-hmm. yeah so i was driving to the house in pennsylvania the other day and one of the roads that um, leads to it was closed off. I think maybe a tree fell down or something. It was really mm. windy that night. So they're like, okay, you're going to have to go the long way, um, which wasn't really that much longer. But um, he's like, okay, take a left here, take a right on this road, and then eventually you'll come to a place that you recognize. <laughs> <laughs> Such as the woods of Pennsylvania can be. <laughs> So I was like, okay, hopefully I won't get lost because I am directionally challenged, but we'll see. So start to take the detour. And after I turned right, I was like, okay, this road is absolutely definitely haunted. (laughs) (laughs) It was pitch black. There are no street lamps there at all. It's fall time. So all the trees are either dead or the leaves are are falling down. Yes. It's windy, so the leaves are blowing around. (laughs) 
I kept passing by <laughs> old decrepit houses and shacks just like this one. Oh my gosh, hunting cabins. Yes, and there are there's no signs of life anywhere. There's no lights on in any houses, you know, cuz all the houses are kind of far into the trees so you can't really see them anyway. It's just right. pitch black. The oh road while paved, there's no shoulders, so it's just like completely surrounded by a tunnel of trees. <laughs> there's <laughs> Uh, like broken down cobblestone walls, you know, those like oh. little short, short walls, you know what I'm talking yes, about? Like little retaining walls that don't do anything. Yes. And as I was thinking, oh my God, there's an axe murderer lurking around the corner. I know <laughs> it. <a> clown. <laughs> then I pass a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> An old timey, just in the middle of the freaking woods cemetery. <laughs> But the gravestones popped up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die here. Did you check the seat next to you to make sure that there were no hitchhiking ghosts? Yes. <laughs> you drove past. Like, check your rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> make sure the lady in white isn't there. Right. Or the white woman. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is that when you have to tell yourself, like, get a grip? Just, just a get little a grip. bit. A little yes. bit. But also, it's, you know, Halloween weekend. So I'm just right. like, okay, it's You're fine. Like, Everything course. is fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. And then you pass the same wall and then the same tree <laughs> yeah. and you realize you're in a death loop. And... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sammy, that's hysterical. And but you made it home, I see. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. But when I saw Sam approach this house, I was like, oh, no. No, no. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> For so many reasons. Don't yes. do it. Oh, no. That's a little deja vu. And you're like, oh, yeah. I've seen this house. Yes. <laughs> just, just, just 10 minutes ago, I saw it. Oh. All right. So moving on. Uh, the next scene is Sam entering the roadhouse. And Ellen is not really surprised to see him because it's been right. a few episodes since. And the last time we saw encountered. them, not Joe good. was like, yeah, Joe was like, get out. And Ellen was, I mean, Ellen didn't say get out, but she definitely was she not was, happy with the boys. Yeah, yeah. I also noticed that when Sam walked in, like the hunters that were in the bar looked a little bit more, I don't want to say sketch, but they seemed mm -hmm. a little bit more like side eye. And yeah, maybe I was just looking at that, but I was like, it didn't seem quite as welcoming as it's been in the past. Right. Yes, I think that was that was an intentional mood setting, I think. Yeah. So we learned that Dean has been calling Ellen in desperate search for his brother. For, for Sam, yeah. Sam won't talk about Dean. Can, Ellen's like, you know, Dean's looking for you. What's going on with you guys? Yeah. And completely Sam avoids her. the question by yep. asking another question about uh, Joe. Okay, Joe, where's Joe? <laughs> yeah. How's Joe? And that's like, yeah. ugh. Yeah, so apparently Joe has gone off on her own to go mm -hmm. hunting. She she finally put her foot down and said, I'm going to go be a hunter. Yep. And Ellen's just like, and I couldn't stop her. So that's where she is. Ellen uh, does admit to Sam that uh, she she forgives John. She forgave John a long time ago for, for what happened, you know, mm -hmm. for the death of her husband. And she, she doesn't, she's not mad at the boys for what happened with Joe. Right. And so Sam kind of leans in a little bit and is like, so what did happen, you know, between my dad and Bill? Here's Ellen's turn to, yeah, to not <laughs> answer talk the question about... with another question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Won't talk about Bill and John. Um, so Sam recognizes that and says, okay, I, I need your help. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is great that the boys still ask for help and they know that they can ask Ellen for help. Right. You know, they're not these like, no, we have to do it on our own type of characters. Mm -hmm. They recognize Mm -hmm. when they're, when they need help. And of course in his uh, asking for help, it turns out that he's actually just asking to use ash. (laughs) It's like, can I borrow your ash? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they, they, uh, they ask ash to, um, to look up some more stuff about uh, particular people. Yeah, you know, I read this as they're letting Ash in on the in, secret yeah. of Sam because he wasn't part of that original circle. Remember that episode where they're all talking at the um, yeah. at the bar at the end of the day? Um, and then Sam reveals what the hell's going on. Ash wasn't there. Joe right. only popped in at the last second. So I'm not sure he, she even knows, even knows about exactly it, yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So Sam um, admits to Ash that he's yeah. like psychics like me. Yes. I, I was a little confused by why, I mean, they narrowed down their search, but I thought it was a search that Sam had already done with, unless he did it specifically to his date. Like it wasn't just people, uh, they weren't just looking for for kids whose mothers died in nursery fires on their six month birthday. It was Sam's birthday. Is so that the f- what they were looking for? The first time that they asked us, because I do remember Sam giving the spiel to Ash, because Ash was like, okay, that's like weird, man, really specific. They were specifically looking for that area, because remember, it was about Andy. Yeah. And so he was looking based on the bus line, the name of the bus that he had Mm -hmm. seen in his vision. So he's like, okay, look in that area for this very specific set of criteria and now sam is saying no just look everywhere even though we don't right. really have a pat like they're not everybody fits this pattern at least this is a starting point okay. and you can find people anywhere not just in not just that Go state through. so ash had found four of these possible psychics three and of which four. we've are yeah three of which we already know of because it was sam max sam. and andy right and the fourth one is dead. He just died. He's in a cemetery in right. Lafayette, Indiana. And he's yep. pretty much describing the scene that we saw in the teaser, although they don't know that. The right. audience knows that. <laughs> Stabbed they don't know to that. death in a parking lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I love that the whole time that uh, Ash is is listing these, these people and the details, that he is like eyeballing Sam's beer while Sam's just casually drinking it. And when he's done, Sam's like, all right, got it. Uh, takes the list from Ash and walks away. And Ash is like, boop, takes up the beer. Yeah. <laughs> drains the beer. Scavenging Sam's beer must be a, th- <laughs> it's like a thing that Ash likes to do. <laughs> he was, it was just because he was eyeballing it. He was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he just kept like, his eyes kept cutting back and forth to the beer as Sam's drinking it. He did and this in he- another episode too. He totally like yep. Sam leaves a beer. Ash just picks it up and drinks the rest boop. of it. A small little incontinuity oh. when Sam first puts his beer down, it's almost done. It's like maybe an inch left. And uh-huh. then when Ash picks it up, it's like three inches full. Yeah. Well, they probably got tired of the backwash, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Sam is on his way to Indiana, Lafayette, Indiana, which is where yeah. uh, Scott Gary Carey uh, died. Ellen, of course, as Sam's leaving the bar, is like, I got to call Dean. Mm-hmm. I got to tell him. And Sam's, you know, says, you know, please don't. This is something I have to do on my own. Uh, you know, give me this one thing. 
And she's like, okay. And I'm like, Sam, <laughs> Ellen hasn't, has not been able to do that for anybody. She's protective. She's so protective that of course oh. she's going to uh, do what's best for them, which is mm-hmm. contact Dean or, or tell Dean where yeah. Sam is going because it's better for him. I just feel like saying, you know, didn't you learn your lesson? Because she hunted down Joe hard, you know, yeah. she broke ash. She hunted down Joe. So what makes you think that she's going to stand by and let you potentially walk into a dangerous situation without protection? I guess now I'm not, not mean like she's lying, but I like, she right. can't help herself from being protective, which is, you know, yeah, that's a good way to put it. She can't help herself. I felt that way later. <laughs> like, wow, she <laughs> yes. gave in really easily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're twisting my arm. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sam is now in Lafayette, Indiana. Um, yeah. He's with Scott's father, his yep. persona being an alumni of Scott in high school. The the actor playing his dad, his name is Tom McBeath. I, I totally recognized him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he, huge character. Well, he was a huge character on Stargate. He was oh, a okay. huge character. He was he was an arch nemesis of of the Stargate team uh, for a number of episodes. Mm-hmm. So he was a recurring uh, bad guy, uh, Harry Mayborn on the show. So anyway. Yes, Stargate, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, I thought he was really good. He was, um, uh, even though this was playing the dad was a small role, um, I thought he was, he did a wonderful job. Um, yeah. And it was complete opposite. Like, I didn't see his Stargate character in this at all. He was just a heartbroken dad. Yeah. Uh, but as the heartbroken dad, he's, you know, he was explaining to Sam that, you know, you wouldn't have recognized him to now. You know, he was such a great kid. And then suddenly he was depressed. He mm-hmm. shut himself in his room for days at a time. Yep. Starting um, a year ago, he had headaches, nightmares. He was paranoid. So Sam is able to ask if he can go see his room to mm-hmm. do a little snooping. And I thought, you know, when he goes again to gets into his room, into Scott's room, it's a kind of a normal room, a little messy, but, you know, regular books like Shogun on the shelf, you know, and... Yeah. Yeah, until Sam opens the closet door yeah. and pushes the clothes aside and sees this collage of yellow eyes. Some yeah. look like they're hand drawn, some were cut out mm-hmm. from magazines. You know, it was just an entire wall of yellow yeah. eyes. And I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's he also does uh, snag one of the bottles of pills on his dresser, oh, I think, too. Yeah, he did investigate uh, the type of pills or the doctor no the doctor i think like it, it kind of sort of highlighted the highlighted. name yeah, yeah prescribed I, by dr waxler waxler whatever yep. his name was so sam approaches his motel the blue rose <laughs> this is a really groovy motel oh my god yes i was like i mean down on the bottom of my page it was like this motel decor is fantastic <laughs> yes yes well the blue and the silver and i uh, you know the blue roses cool everywhere roses and the patterns yeah. yeah it was a super cool motel room yes but before he gets into the motel his spidey senses spidey are sense. tingling <laughs> right before he like puts in the key sweeps around and grabs this girl who is the one we saw from the beginning who had the vision and the, yeah. she's terrified and she's like Listen, I'm not here to hurt you. I just came here to warn you. 
<laughs> I, I'm not crazy. Yeah. I'm not crazy. <laughs> and so they end up talking and Sam like takes this all in. Cause she explains, you know, I, I saw you die and this and that. And the way Sam takes it in, she says, Oh, okay. So you're nuts. <laughs> I have to be honest here. Yeah. I, did, I did not like this girl. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause the, the internet loved her. Yeah, well, she, uh, they tried to make it a little too normal. Like, she she wrote all this off a little too easily. You know, she was right. Consider like, dude, you're having visions about people dying. You just revealed, like, you had nightmares about people dying, and you noticed yep. that one of them came true. Came true, right. The guy, Scott Carey, she, like, pulls out a newspaper clipping of his death. She's like, I dreamed about this before he died. Yeah. And now you're sitting here listening to some other guy saying, I can do this too, and now... And now it's you're like, too unbelievable okay, for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it was also the way, I don't know. She felt a little community like, theater for me. <laughs> do you know oh, what I mean? Okay. No, I can see that. I absolutely no offense can see to that. people who do community theater. You know, mm-hmm. there's when you see people acting. I saw her acting. That's what it was. It's like I okay. I saw her acting. A little too acty. Yes. But Sam is, you know, he's still. I don't want to say on the hunt, but on the hunt for discovery, you know, mm-hmm. he, he takes all this information in and says, so you're one of us, you know, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he says, you know, did your mom die when you were little? And she's like, my mom's alive in Palm Beach. So mm-hmm. yet another uh, character who doesn't fit the, disc- the, the pattern, pattern of chosen psychic children, yeah. um, like, like Sam. I still don't know what that means. It was like, first we were given a pattern and now we're te- now we're being told, not now, but now we've been told a number mm-hmm. of times that maybe there isn't a pattern. So it just, I guess that just opens the door to more. To yeah. The demons, the demons more. throwing, throwing snags in the yeah. wrenches into the works. There. there you go. That's what it is. So anyway, this girl, Ava, she then tells Sam that she saw him die. And she found him by the stationery in her vision. So he in on the stationery in which he wrote the address, it said Blue Rose Motel. And then she did a little yes. sleuthing. You know, I Googled it. It was it was a real motel. So then I just came here and happened to find you and warn you. So now yep. I've done that. I'm going to go because I, I, I don't know what you. else to do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Peace out. Did you, um, this actress, I wrote down who she is. I didn't write down who she was, but I did just see her in an episode of SVU <laughs> a few days ago. <laughs> well, um, this, uh, the actress's name is Catherine Isabel. She is the daughter of Graham Murray, who is the art director and production designer of The X-Files. He won two Emmy oh. Awards for this. She was um, also on Psych, The L Word, Stargate, Bones, x-files and even as far back as macgyver dang (laughs) dang right she must have been a baby there i know i tried to look it up like i tried to find her in that episode and i and i was like ah rabbit hole yeah (laughs) but uh i thought it was interesting though that is her dad as the you know one of the production designers on the x-files she was only on one episode (laughs) x-files i would have been like dad (laughs) a couple more episodes (laughs) All right, so next scene is Dean is driving. He receives a call from Ellen, who says, yep, I've seen Sam. And Dean's like, <laughs> and? 
She's like, like, nope. Well, he probably, he told me not to tell you. Oh, but screw it. I'm going to tell you anyways. That's where I was just like, (laughs) dang, Ellen. (laughs) Don't tell you any secrets. (laughs) She's like, well, you know, because family's all about, you know, protecting. So, uh, so I'm going to tell you, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. He's in Lafayette. Off Dean goes. So Ava's still trying to get Sam to leave town. She's like, can't you just leave this? I love to this line. She's like, can't you just leave town before you blow up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no. No, he he wants her help to figure out things. Yeah, here she's just was like, I'm just like a secretary. I'm a fiance. I'm supposed to be planning my wedding. I got to go. And then Sam yeah. and his Sam way convinces her. You know, she's like, doesn't this scare you? Like, you're having these visions. These are obviously not normal. Doesn't how does this not concern you in any way? How do you just go back home and address yeah. your envelopes for your wedding? Yeah. 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 So she stays. And, and she them. joins a little persona game at the doctor's <laughs> office. So she's in the, the therapist's office, Dr. George Waxler. And she is, I mean, it's it's light role play in that she's just a, a newbie to the town. A new patient. And she's yeah. Anxious. Because what she's doing is creating a distraction for the doctor while Sam spider crawls across the window and gets to sneak into his records office. Other office? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is he doing out there? <laughs> yeah. This was totally for TV's sake, but it's fine. It was yeah. cute and funny. And that's, yeah, she notices she him looks- and she goes, oh, you know. Yeah. And the doctor's <laughs> like, what? And looks over his shoulder just in time to not see Sam clinging yes. to his window ledge. You with know. his still casted arm yes now <laughs> i had an excuse for that because this episode butts right up against croatoan yeah it does except i looked at the next episode he still has it he still has it jesus christ it, it's been like <laughs> as of right now what eight eight weeks yeah, nine weeks since like he it. broke his hand yeah because he <laughs> broke it in the uh children don't play with dead things no, d- no didn't he break Oh, in the oh yes, in episode. the script, in the script, he broke it in that, right? Right. It was the previous episode that he broke it on. He didn't that he know actually it was broke broken. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't know it was broken until children don't play with dead things. Yes. So anyway, he's crawling <laughs> on the wall with his broken hand still. <laughs> she jumps in surprise and then says, you know, it's like, oh, I just remembered that I drank a bottle of Coke and ate some Pop Rocks at the same time. Doesn't that count as a suicide attempt? <laughs> I loved this doctor's reaction. It was just like so perfectly subtle as in, okay. Let's talk. (laughs) Yeah. Because don't you remember as uh, that was like one of the big urban legends? Yeah, I do. If you ate Pop Rocks and drank a Coke that your stomach would explode. Yeah, yeah. So not only was Sam able to get into the records room, um, they were also able to get a hold of the doctor's uh, tape recorder. Yeah, Ava's very confident. She's very proud of herself that she did this. I was very excited. (laughs) I helped you commit a crime. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So they're um, back at the motel and they're, you know, going through his files and they're listening to the cassette, uh, the cassette recording. And we hear Mm -hmm. a lot of what we heard in the opening, uh, what we heard live. We're now listening Mm -hmm. to on the recording of Scott talking to the therapists. But one of the things that's new that it, I don't think was said in the opening sequence um, is that are uh, the plans, the plans, these, plan, yeah. these elusive plans that everyone's always talking about. It's like, what are these demons plans? And it never yeah. actually says what they are. What it is. Yeah. 
and you so hear here they are here they are a war is coming things mm-hmm. are going to change um people humans are going to be the soldiers yeah people like him being scott people like me are going to be the soldiers and everything is going to change and while Mm -hmm. they're listening to this dean has found sam yes you know he's driving through the parking lot of the motel yes and peeks he's peeking in through the windows and (laughs) and happens to come across right (laughs) like right right away the open window not the open window but like window with no curtains curtains drawn Mm -hmm. Sam. There's Sam. Yep. He's relieved that Sam's alive and fine. Even more relieved that he's got a girl in there with <laughs> he's him. Got a girl in the room. He's like, yeah, Sam. Even on top of all this, you're going to get some nookie. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, Horn Dog um, Dean is alive and well. Yeah. yeah. But he said it with a smile, which, yeah. which made it, which made like, it. All though. right. But then suddenly, this actually scared me. Yeah. Ava and Sam are just stunned at this news that Scott has just told this doctor. New information for both of them, especially Ava. Gunshots ring out, like the window shatters. Yeah. And somebody shooting into the motel room. And that actually scared me. So there was a big yeah. gun, big mm-hmm. gunshots. Uh, you know, Sam throws Ava to the floor and they're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And it turns out <laughs> Gordon is back. Yes. Gordon has found Sam. And is trying to kill him. And so he's up on a rooftop or on top of something at a height with this giant rifle. Yeah. He's a terrible shot, by the way. Because if he had all that time to set up that shot. I know. (laughs) At that window. But anyway, Dean obviously heard these gunshots and is able to, you know, get up onto the roof where Gordon is. And is like, Gordon! Yeah. And it's right when Gordon did have a headshot for Sam that Dean comes to the rescue and just like, Kicks his face in. <laughs> yep, yep. And for a second, I thought during, because he doesn't just like kick him once. He's just like, bam. But he just keeps punching, punching, you know, all that built up rage. And and again, Gordon completely like stone-faced, you yeah. know, no emotion. And no. I thought he was going to say, wait, Dean, I have something to tell you. Like, like I thought maybe there was a misunderstanding. Like maybe there was something going on that Gordon knew that he was going to let us know. Like, no, Mm -hmm. no, you've got it all wrong type of thing. Not the case, however. I was misled. (laughs) My instincts, not on target. But he's able to, because Dean says something like, you're not going to do that to my brother or not my brother or, you know, my brother. Yeah. Um, But Gordon takes that moment of distraction uh, of Dean and is able to. Yeah, he knocks him out with the butt of the rifle. Yeah. Oh, God, but I love this next shot because, I mean, Dean's out cold now because Gordon was able to get the upper hand on him. And Gordon kind of stands up. He staggers a little bit. And as he's looking down at Dean, like, you know, Jesus, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And blood, like, drips out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. um, And it's just, like, this slow drip. And it was done in silhouette. And I thought that was a really cool shot. It wasn't just about blood on his face. He was, like, actively bleeding from that. And I was like, that was actually a really cool Mm -hmm. shot. Sam and Ava go up to the roof. They're kind of scoping out where they thought the shots came from. Gordon and Dean are gone. But Sam finds a shell casing. Yes. Well, I love this. It's like, Ava's like, I don't understand. Shouldn't we talk to the cops? And Sam's like, um, something tells me they wouldn't really do much good here. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a little inside joke with the audience, meaning like, "Mm, 
the cops have all this rap sheet on us or right. that they're not really going to understand. <laughs> no, just, I that, think that's, that's a whole nother nope. story that we yeah. have to sit you down, give you the, 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 the truth. is This out whole scene is like this. And I kind of loved it. I loved throwing in like this newbie character into the brothers world Our universe. Yes. Yes. Uh, because when he does, as you said, pick up this shell and he knows exactly what it is. He knows what kind of game fame it came from. He knows that there was a silencer put on it. He's like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I watch a lot of TJ Hooker. Which, by the way, went off the air in 85. (laughs) Something tells me TJ Hooker never mentioned the caliber of gun that he was just describing. But she takes it in, in stride. She's like, okay. I did. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Sam, after discovering this bullet, is like, I got to call Dean. Yeah. This is going to this is gonna be yeah, this too is, much. Yeah, this is too much. Can't do it alone. And not only does she have visions of me blowing up, now someone's <laughs> trying to kill me. Yeah. And uh, so he calls Dean. And what we hear on the phone is, you know, hello. <laughs> and, yeah. and Sam just jumps right into it. There's no like, hey, I'm sorry I left town. It's like, dude, something's going on. I need your help. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I'm in Lafayette, Indiana. And you hear Dean say, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Ellen told me, yeah. and uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I, and I'm here, you know, I'm here already. And it's kind of mm-hmm. a funky town. And uh, you yeah. know, what do you need to, why don't you let, let's hook up. And he gives them this address, 5637 Monroe, Monroe Street. No, well, yes. let's, let's hook up and we'll talk. Yeah. And what we see as the audience is Gordon holding the phone for Dean to speak because he has Dean all strapped in the chair. Yep. Well, it's also another role reversal because that's how Dean left Gordon tied to a chair at the end of that that episode. So now he's trussed up to a chair. So once Sam hangs up, he's like, okay, my brother's in trouble. And (laughs) Here is where I want to start tracking some things. And this was an idea that my friend David gave me, um, like right when we first started this podcast. And he's like, you should do a code word uh, (gasps) list. Yeah. Because they they do eventually start like putting out all these different code words, which I didn't even really remember. So I I just just remember one. So I didn't realize that there was more. I didn't either. So here's our first one. All right. Funky Funky town. town. Equals someone has a gun on me. Thanks, David, for that idea. Nice. Ava looks at him like Funky Town, really. Like, <laughs> oh, you guys got you got right? code words now. And Sam's like, right. oh, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long story. Don't yeah. worry about. It. <laughs> what, what I what I found really funny about that is a that it's Funky Town, and I'm like, mm-hmm. so when the brothers thought this up, it was cool, you know. So yes. And, and and now it's like when you hear it out loud in front of other people, yeah. you're like. Oh, where it's not so cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought was really funny. It's like, what was cool for us as kids when we first started up and we're still using it? Not not cool, funky. Yeah. So that's that's why, like, this whole scene was really fun to watch, like, this outsider being Ava. Who, you know, they they kind of did this a little bit with the Linda Blair episode, you know, where she's kind of thrown in, but she's still a cop and she's still kind of kind of similar things you know it's sure. real people versus ghosts and stuff but right but here's this complete this secretary <laughs> fiance from peoria <laughs> and he just has to keep like making these weird excuses for how he knows all these things why they why they even have code words why, why <laughs> is someone place? even shooting at it yeah yeah 
and she's just like, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so cut to Gordon now, who's going to reveal, you know, why he's there, because that's yes. what he has to do as the bad guy in this. He says, you know, Dean, you got this all wrong. I'm not a killer, but I'm, I'm a hunter, mm-hmm. and your brother is fair game. So somebody told Gordon that Sam is is uh, not, you know, just a hunter and not just human. Yeah. Someone told him that he's a psychic. Yeah. And I want to know who and how. Like, right as soon as right? he said that, I was like, who? Who? And how did he figure this out? I mean, yeah, he's yeah. a good hunter. A terrible mm-hmm. shot, but he's a good hunter. <laughs> um, so I'm like, who? Who told right. him? Right. Um, we don't. We don't get to find out right away because they cut back to Sam, who is putting Ava into her car, saying, "Just go home. This is beyond what you can do here. No offense." Yeah, he says, uh, "Go home. You'll be safe there. You know, this yeah. is going to be too dangerous, too messy. Go home. You'll be yes. safe." And she reluctantly yeah. goes, gets into yeah, her little even though VW bug. you know she's like, "You're walking <laughs> right. Yeah, you're walking right into my death vision. What are you yeah. doing?" And he's yeah. like. Yeah, that's that's okay. I'm I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs> another another fanism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she says, please call me once you're safe. This you is... got your brother, you're out of there. Just call me and let me know you're in the clear. Yeah. Which I thought was really sweet. Yeah. Which was. is typical of a normal person. Let me know yeah. when you've made it home. She she drives off again in her little mm-hmm. VW bug, which I thought was really cute. Yeah. Um, and very telling, though, that she didn't turn the engine over while they were still talking, because have you ever been next to a, a vintage VW bug? Yes, I have. My uh, <laughs> high school crush had an orange convertible one. Yeah. It was awesome. So loud. Yeah. So loud. Back to Gordon, still monologuing. Yes. Um, <laughs> to, to Dean about he was doing this exorcism on a demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and getting all sorts of information out of this mm-hmm. demon uh, yeah. by torturing them. A war was coming. A war was coming. So uh, as uh, Dean interjects, he's like, so what happened to the person that you were torturing, you know, that this demon was inhabiting? What happened to the person? And and Gordon's like, oh, didn't make it. So he murdered this person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, instead of fully exercising this demon and releasing this this human from the demon he just killed mm-hmm. he just killed him yep. uh, so i would say uh yeah gordon you you are a killer and mm-hmm. <laughs> not just a hunter right because again when you when if he knew to exercise a demon then he knew that humans could be saved from demons and he chose not to yeah but it also shows you that dean has been influenced by uh by sam Right, you know, because that he that, even asked the question, yeah, "What happened exactly. to the girl the demon was possessing?" Yep, yep. And then even you know was affected by the fact that that this person he didn't know was killed. You know, he's yeah. like, "You he, son he, of he a was, bitch." Yep, exactly. Which then elicits a huge a punch in the face from Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because he's like, "That's my mom you're talking about." Yeah, he's not concerned about what he's called. He's like, you yeah. call my mom a bitch. <laughs> yeah. The demon says, you know, in this war, that humans would be fighting on the same same side as the as, demons. Right. Which then Gordon passes off as like, well, they're not like full humans because they're psychic freaks or whatever. Right. But can you imagine that? Can you imagine humans betraying your own race? The demon also revealed that he knew one of them. Yeah. Little Sammy Winchester. Dean was like, 
really, you're going to take the word of a demon? Yeah, he definitely wasn't lying, the demon. He's just like, listen, you got your roadhouse connections and I got mine. Right. I did my homework to make sure this was true before I actually did this. So he's he's (laughs) trying to, you know, be like, no, listen, I'm an, you know, I'm a good hunter. I'm a good guy. <laughs> and then I just didn't go off and kill your brother right away. No, I researched, I researched it. it. <laughs> but I got the information. Before I went and killed your brother. Yeah. I got the confirmation from the roadhouse. Yes. Which again, makes me say, who told? Yeah. Who? who told who knew, who found out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and continues to monologue, Gordon. Yes. Uh, and it and explains, of course, how he's going to kill kill Sam, which is exactly what we saw in Ava's vision, which is he comes into this house, trips a grenade wire and blows up. Yes. Uh, And Dean says, do you really think that my brother's dumb enough to fall for that, to come here Mm -hmm. and trip a grenade wire? And Gordon says, no, he's not dumb enough because I'm sure you told him that there was a trap waiting for him. Yeah. Which again, Gordon, not dumb. No. Uh, uh, but then admits, I set up a second trip wire, so he'll make it mm-hmm. through the first one, but then he's going to trip on a second one, and that's yeah. when you know he's going to blow up. But then he's like, "But don't worry, it'll be painless." Yeah, <laughs> you know, death fine. by grenade. He's just—he's completely ruthless. He also reveals that he was the one who killed Scott Carey. Yes, he talks about it's like one of this. This guy could this just other you know deep fry somebody at will just by touching you. And he's like, and and uh, and Dean says, yeah, but did he? Had he killed anybody yet? Yeah, yeah. Another. And Gordon says, well, if you don't count Mr. Tinkles, <laughs> the cat, <laughs> poor cat, then no, he hadn't killed anybody. And Sam, uh, Dean says, yeah. So you don't know. You don't know that that Sam is going to kill people. You don't know. He right. hasn't done it yet. You don't know that this is going to happen. Yes, and he's also like Sam is. Sam has more of a conscience than I do. You know he feels guilty for looking up internet porn not gonna... <laughs> right <laughs> but gordon tries to flip it back again and say yeah but if you had a chance to go back in time and say kill hitler as a teenager <laughs> yeah. would you do it knowing what he's going to become i know and it's like really gonna compare me sam is yeah. like you're gonna compare sam to little hitler really <laughs> right right and but also you don't know you don't yeah. know that Sam is going to, just because you're being told these things doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right. Um, and, but Gordon is steadfast. He's like, it's his destiny. This demon thing is Sam's destiny. Yeah. And he believes it. He wholeheartedly believes mm-hmm. it. Uh, he brings up John. Yes. I was just about to say like okay. this next whole thing was distasteful for me mm-hmm. because then he tries to, <laughs> soften up a little bit although i think that's impossible for gordon to do since he has no emotion (laughs) he's a sociopath yes yes i'm sympathetic to you dean because i know he's your brother and i know that you love him but it's inevitable that he's going to turn evil and then he he gags dean Mm. i think he knew it was going to get vocal (laughs) yeah and then says listen it would have killed your father but he would have done it he would have killed your brother because he would have done the right thing, even though it would have been really painful. And then dares to compare Dean to his father. It's like, you're telling me you're not the man that your father is? When they first met, Dean and Gordon got really chummy. 
in the bar right. and they were right. doing this like little hunter oh, brother the... therapy kind of thing you know they were just like telling stories and dean completely opened up about how much about like, he missed his father and he looked up to him but also wow. was like confused about the secret that he was forced to bear although he didn't tell gordon a secret but so i think he was this was all about listen i'm gonna kill sam no matter what and you have to see that this is the right thing to do your dad would have seen that it was the right thing to do okay um, so now here is the vision coming to life sam approaching yes. the house with the address in hand he looks through the front door the like a crack in the front and sees gordon and dean there yeah. as gordon said he would he's like no dean, dean, sam's gonna see Sam us see like, guarding the yep. front door and then he'll go around the back which he does goes yep. around the back picks the lock which Rather the two noisily. guys inside here yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i shouldn't laugh at that it was a very serious moment but i was like mm, you know for sneaking yeah. in he was it was yeah. I don't know if you can pick a lock without making noise, but right. considering there's nothing else going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So now the camera is just sitting in the room with Gordon and Dean. And then we see in the back, like from be behind Dean, who, man, this sucks because Dean, it's behind him, right? Like yep. he has no view of anything whatsoever. Yep. He can just hear it. We see one explosion happen and Dean yep. like, oh, because he can't, he literally can't do anything. He can't scream. He can't warn anybody. Yeah. He's tied to the chair. He can't get out of this chair. Yeah. There's nothing he can do except wait for his brother to get blown up. And, right. and he knows it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even Gordon is just like, nope, hold on. Just wait. Wait for it. Yeah. And then the and second then, one comes. It's even bigger. Yep. And, and, and like, there's shrapnel. I mean, like, yeah. Dean is covered with, you know, ex bits of the house that have been yeah. you know, exploded through. How this. did that room withstand <laughs> two I, grenades? Yeah. <laughs> there was that. <laughs> there was that. Yeah. But in, once the second grenade goes off <laughs> and, and mm -hmm. we believe that it's a big explosion, uh, you just see Dean's face. He's just wrecked. He's like, oh, that was the second one. Sam yeah. wouldn't have known about the second one. Yeah. So cut to an outtake. <laughs> oh yay uh of um jensen sitting in the in the chair tied up with the gag uh he's supposed to struggle like when the explosion goes off and as jensen struggles this one time the chair breaks and he's able to like stand up and he's like he goes i'm free <laughs> so he's acting struggling against his bonds yeah. with the chair he's actually able to break this crappy right. old chair and he's like Whoa! <laughs> cut <laughs> that's funny maybe that's why he does because i felt like i feel like dean should be struggling more you know he yeah. kind of isn't really moving that much you know i feel like i would try to be like jumping around yeah you know, there would be something. a lot more thrashing and rolling yeah. yourself onto the floor and things like that but maybe they're like don't break another chair yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after the second explosion and gordon mm -hmm. says you know all right sorry dean had to do it he goes to then check on the body mm -hmm. and we see the the smoking shoe and everything that we saw in the in the vision mm -hmm. um but if you know gordon isn't looking at the ground he's not looking for a blown up body on the ground he's no. looking around. around he's got his gun out he is yeah. looking for you know not a body yeah and sure enough sam's alive he comes mm -hmm. up behind gordon with a gun and points mm -hmm. it at the back of uh, gordon's head mm-hmm Again, Gordon, stone-faced, no emotions. Yeah. This guy is ice. I mean, <laughs> and 
even even like tries for levity you know yeah. you shouldn't he's like you shouldn't walk around here without your shoes on sam mm-hmm. you get tetanus he's able to i can't believe this but it's like the same move that dean did on joe i thought uh, that too a little bar. bit yeah and st- since the gun was up high instead of down low but he did he was touching the gun on him and dean even said in that episode you should never put your gun this close to somebody unless you're going to pull the trigger because mm-hmm. and gordon did the same thing turned knocked his arm away yeah. and yeah. knocked the gun out of his hand and was able to then like punch sam yeah and full on kicks him in the jaw like straight oh, up yeah. undercut kick knocks it <laughs> like snaps his head back throws him through a wall all with one kick i was like Whoa, oh my yeah God. yeah you know, this he, whole fighting scene seemed so slow to me <laughs> yeah it, it, it was just like each each punch i felt like had like such a a huge draw back like you could <laughs> see it coming from a mile away like right. all of these moves yeah well i think like with the kick like kick to the head you know push him again that wall. was also just like they it stood there it felt like forever before gordon actually like kicked, kicked him. him you know you could see him like winding up you know like a why Oh, so Sam is knocked, not knocked out, but he's, he's, he's not, he's on the floor. He's, he's down, he's mm-hmm. knocked down. And Gordon stands over him as like, you know what? You are no better than the things, the filthy things that you hunt, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I just have to kill you. He's got his knife in his hand and he's moving to stab him slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just <laughs> Well, see now you feel now you know how I felt with that scene in No Exit with that girl who was just standing there screaming yeah, while the ghost yeah. is like grabbing her. Yeah. I was like, this is this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, but Sam is able to catch Gordon's arm just in time yeah. and like throws him to the side, knocks yeah. him out just enough in order for Sam to slowly take a few punches at him, get the gun, the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. his rifle, Gordon's rifle. Gordon dares him to shoot him. Do it! I dare you. I know you're killing. Do it, is Sammy. What he was thinking, yeah, Sammy. <laughs> and he doesn't, of course. He does end up cold cocking him instead of killing him, uh, and then says, "Of course, it's Sam." Sam. <laughs> and I was like, "We knew that was coming." So there was no. Denying. I know. I didn't. It, it didn't, no didn't bother me that one. It wasn't that dorky. But you knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Don't call him Sammy. And you know, it's funny. I still felt possessive even in that moment. I was like, don't call him Sammy. And I know he did it intentionally. It wasn't Uh just like, you know, him trying to horn in on the relationship and call him Sammy. It was done to niggle him. Yeah. yeah. And Dean is still tied to the chair. He has not been able to free himself. Um, No, no. He did hear Sam's voice. Like when, mm. when Sam, uh, first uh, had pointed the gun at Gordon. At yeah. Gordon, yeah, he said like drop the gun or something. So yeah, and we saw Dean like, yeah, Dean yeah. is like, oh, he's alive, alive. yeah. But yeah. then heard all this noise, so I'm sure he didn't know what the hell was going on. Right. So Sam, Sam finds Dean, uh, unties him quite easily, <laughs> which I'm like, supernatural has to work on one thing. Well, <laughs> a few things. One is if you're gonna tie somebody up and show us, show the audience that you're tying them up, actually tie them up. Then if you're going to show somebody getting untied, actually have them tied up so that it doesn't just look like you're pulling ropes off of somebody, which clearly that's what they did. As soon as um, 
Dean is mostly free. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he he finishes untying himself. He grabs Sam and stands him up and is like, mm-hmm. "Are you okay?" And does yeah. the Big Brother check, which I thought mm-hmm. was so telling. Yeah. You know, I mean, Sam just did just get the crap kicked out of him, and so did Dean earlier. But Dean yeah. is still now. Dean is still the Big Brother, and he's like, kind of does the once over, yeah. like looks him in the eyes, like, "Are you yeah. okay?" Yeah. And I'm sure there was a few minutes there where he did think oh no he got blown up right. my brother just got murdered just, by gordon yeah um <laughs> twice <laughs> yes so you know with that in mind he like after he makes sure that sam is good standing up great good? Yep. i'm gonna go kill this guy <laughs> go yeah i didn't kill him before and that was a mistake i need to kill yep. him now i gotta i gotta remedy that yeah and um, sam convinces him not to he's like no he's taken care of don't yep. worry about it don't worry about it so and they're Dean looks out shocked. Well, yeah. I thought Dean looked kind of shocked. He's like, you what? took care of it. And yeah. Sam is really calm about it. I don't know. To me, that, that was a little bit of an echo from Gordon saying, no, Sam is going to turn evil. You know, he, <gasps> you know, Dean oh. just like sat, hit, sat there and like convinced Gordon. It's like, no, he's got like the biggest conscience ever. He would never kill anyone just for, for killing someone. And here oh. was Sammy being like, oh, no, oh it's taken care of. Don't worry about it. Let's just go. I didn't. That's just oh, a God. personal thing. I was no, just like, no, no, oh, that's God. amazing. I didn't read into that at all. No, that's good. <laughs> it was just Dean's uh, reaction being like, all right. It was, he seemed a little nervous, a little scared. Yeah. Something, something was off. Yeah. So they're, but anyway, they walk out pretty casually. Um, <laughs> and out comes Gordon following behind them. Well, he just like emerges. It was like yes. this super smooth, like he just yes. came out of the shadows, emerged out of the shadows, a gun in each hand. It wasn't, mm-hmm. and just firing, bam, 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 yep. bam. Again, I will say a terrible shot. Um, well, here's the thing, because he was shooting side style, right? Like the whole right. like, cool, like bam, yeah. versus, bam, bam, <laughs> with both hands, you Kill know, shot. just bam, 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 bam. Yeah. So I, <laughs> while I, think that grip is super cool like in movies and stuff <laughs> man you accurate. just look like you just look like a fucking badass when you do it and i'm being serious but if you can't hit your target right and i was just like now is that actually effective shooting a gun like that at all is it something that people actually do it did like a weird little mini dive of it did you i did <laughs> so <laughs> they used it a few times in westerns in the 60s because when they did close-ups like certain kinds of close-ups it was easier to see the gun and the fit the actor's face that kind of went into more of like gangster types of movies where they did that a lot like i think even in the sopranos and so it seems like it was just a movie thing that That then people maybe adapted into real life and like look at this way where you can shoot a gun right maybe i'm so good with my gun that i can shoot it anyway yeah but there is this Marine, either a retired or current Marine, I don't know, but he was a marksman. Mm-hmm. He said, actually, there is a little bit of a, of a science in shooting your gun like that. So I personally do not know anything really about guns. I've been yeah, shooting once, you know, and that was more <laughs> so with a rifle. So anyway, this Marine talks about when you shoot it normally, you know, you have to line up the sight, you know, with mm-hmm. your target and it takes more time to aim in order to make a good mark. Right. If you shoot it on the side, you can kind of use that flat plane of the gun to kind of 
just make a rough estimate of where you're Uh aiming. It's not a good aim, but it's faster. I can see it, Sammy. I can absolutely see what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. I I could buy that. I could buy that turning the gun sideways gives you a quick blanket um, target. Yeah. It's also like more intimidating, I would think, being Mm -hmm. on the receiving end of that because not only is the gun pointed at you, but the person who's shooting you or (laughs) about to shoot you is looking at you. They're not looking down the sight. Yeah. They're not looking at their gun. They are looking at you. But this Marine did also say, like, I think, you know, people, I don't think people realize when, when they do shoot like this, whether it's in real life or in movies, that that's why they're shooting like that. They think it's Ah, just, it looks cool cool from all of the movies, but but there is a little yeah. bit of a reasoning to it. Okay. That's wow, Sammy. You did do a deep dive there. <laughs> well, I did it because I was like, it's like, why did they have Gordon do that? You know, he's supposed to be this great hunter, hunter. And yeah. And while we know he's not a great shot, he's not a great fisticuffs kind of fighter. <laughs> um, you know, why, why would they have him hold the gun like that? Was it just because it looks cool? It could also have been the actor's choice. As well. It could have been the actor's choice, right? I didn't look into why they why they did why Supernatural did that. I was no, just curious. <laughs> but that's interesting. I mean, you don't think about the details that goes into a single shot of a of a TV show. You know, did mm-hmm. they actually think about what the position uh, and angle of the gun meant to that scene? And right. we just we just spent fifteen minutes talking about it. So clearly, <laughs> it did. It meant something. You know, somebody right. is going to draw meaning from this character holding this weapon in this way yeah and i will say it looked freaking scary and badass the way he right, was, he was out, walking out of control yes but he was but also not it was like a blind steady rage is right. how i would describe it because he was just stomp walking towards these guys <laughs> not running but walking nope. Nope, just the way he came out of the shadows, smooth, yep. cool, one, two, cool three, ice. One, yep. two, three, one, two, three, you know. Yep. I'm just going to kill you both now. It was you, badass tried scary. my patience. I'm just going to do this. Yes. You know, I've so, let you play your games. <laughs> but but at the same time, uh, missing. That's, I guess, my my point is right, he's yeah. still missing still no matter how cool and collected he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly he's seething under the surface. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's just he's, shooting. He's just like, he's I'm just, just going to shoot. Yep. Hopefully I get shoot. you. Yeah. Eventually it's... I will because I'm going to get close enough. <laughs> right. Because um, Sam and Dean, they just run across the street and like hide behind some hedges uh, there. And, <laughs> and Dean's, Dean's like, like, you call this taking care, care of <laughs> <laughs> Shooting at us. And Sam's this time, Sam is like, wait for it. Yeah. Please just trust Second me time. on this. Second yeah. time Dean is told to like, wait for it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Dean is just like, why aren't, A, why aren't we running? Or why aren't we shooting back? Why are we just like sitting here waiting to be waiting shot? Waiting to be shot, <laughs> right. Because the cops show up. Yes. And uh, show up and <laughs> Gordon still firing his gun. And then he yeah. sees the lights. He's like, oh, yeah, of course, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the cops are put your weapons down, blah, blah, blah. And Gordon, mm-hmm. for a second, you think he's not going to. Yeah. But then he does. Puts right. his guns down. Well, there's down. like three or four cop cars there yeah. that just like pile on him. Right. Like perfect timing, by the way. By the way. And uh, <laughs> and not only do the cops like see him in the process of shooting off guns, um, they go immediately to his car 
mm-hmm. and like open up his hunter's rack of weapons. Yeah. You know, that secret stash of weapons. And I was like, how did they know that was there? <laughs> and then you how cut did- to Sam, who is just like so giddy. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> anonymous tip. <laughs> uh, so that's how they knew to check for the stash of weapons in the El Camino. Yes. Gordon is. Pissed isn't even the right word to really describe his reaction there. It's just, I'm going to get you. That face is like, you can arrest me now, but you should have killed me because. Yeah. (laughs) Even even a little bit later, skipping a couple scenes just for a second. Even Sam is just like, well, he's out of, he's out of our way until he escapes, you know? Right, exactly. They're very aware that Gordon is not going to really be held for long. D- Dean kind of makes a joke. Oh, he's going to be reaching for the soap. I think it's just <laughs> to create a little levity. But but in the end, they both know. It's like, no, he's not. He's, he's not, not. going to be in jail for very long. Nope. He's too good. Yeah. But anyway, right right before there, right after Gordon gets arrested, Dean is on the phone with Ellen. Mm-hmm. Livid. That somebody off. at the roadhouse has snitched. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And he's, he, he thinks it's her. He initially is like yelling at her and she's like, I didn't do it. I'm surrounded by hunters and yeah. any one of them could have, they're all good hunters or some of them are really good hunters. They could have divined this on their own. Yeah. You know? So you don't know who else is out there looking for Sam and I right. can't control them. I yeah. can't control what they believe, mm-hmm. you know, whether Sam is psychic or not, because, you know, they're obviously choosing to believe that Sam is a good guy. But there's mm-hmm. hunters out there who who aren't. So yeah, yeah. She's like, we are not yeah. disloyal, and we are not stupid. She's like, I will protect so, you, but that doesn't mean that others feel the same way. Right, right. Which is frightening, given what we're yeah. starting to learn about hunters. Is that it's not just you know Sam and Dean. It's not just yeah. Gordon. It's it's a whole a little whole world world of hunters out there. I don't know if that calms Dean down, but it takes him off the, uh, you know, the, I, I hate Ellen. <laughs> right. Right. And again, um, like, I don't blame him just as I didn't blame Ellen for initially, like, remember how she was so pissed at yeah. them taking away Joe or we taking him on this hunt. Here's Dean's side being like, you did this. Right. Right. I get it. I get it. See, I was like, Dean is so, <laughs> I thought Dean was totally justified. So crisis averted yes. um, with, uh, with Ellen and, and mm-hmm. Dean. Um, so now Sam is calling Ava uh, to A, check in on her and also mm-hmm. to be like, you know, crisis averted. You know, I'm, yes. I'm still alive. Your vision mm-hmm. didn't come true, mm-hmm. but she's not picking up. And, he, and Sam is like, this isn't the, it's like, he says again, like goes to voicemail again. And so clearly he's been trying to call her for some time. And yeah. she's not picking up. And Dean kind of brushes that off. He's like, let's just go away. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, she's probably busy, but, you know, let's just go away. And Sam's like, no, we have to do the job. Now mm-hmm. it, the roles are reversed. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Sam's saying, you can't protect me. Let's just do the job and see, you know, let the chips fall where they may. And Dean's like, well, I can try to protect you. You know, you can't mm-hmm. tell me not that I can't protect you because I'm going to try. Yeah. And they're kind of angry at each other, at each other, but kind of not. And then, yeah, the, yeah. you know, they do the bitch jerk, jerk. you know, and it's like, <laughs> and I wrote, I wrote, thank you. <laughs> after, after bitch jerk, I was like, thank you. Yay. <laughs> Sam calls again and Ava still, still doesn't answer. And uh, 
and he turns to Dean. He's like, how far away is Peoria? We got to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they go and they're outside Ava's house in Peoria. We know it's her house because the VW bug yes. is there, but it's dark, no lights on, nothing. Sam and Dean, I'm assuming, walk into the house because <laughs> they walk in and they're like, hello, yeah. anybody home? Yeah. Again, no lights because they're using flashlights and they're calling mm-hmm. out Ava's, you know, is anybody here? And they walk into the bedroom and they see Ava's boyfriend, fiance, wholly murdered. Oh, yeah. I mean, way murdered in bed. I mean, eyes open in shock and surprise. His throat is completely slit. And it looks mm-hmm. like, I swear to God, it looks like they just poured blood all over him. Yeah, it kind of did. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, just like, lay down and we're just going to yeah. take a bucket of blood. Yep. And pour it on you. I mean, he is a holy bloody mess. The room is, there's blood on the floor. There's, it's terrible, angry, violent, bloody mess, but no Ava. Mm -hmm. They don't, there's no Ava body. There's no sign of her there. Um, There is some sulfur on the windowsill. Dean finds the little yellow sulfur powder. And then Sam finds on the floor Ava's engagement ring, which she had pointed out earlier you know she's like, look engaged. i'm engaged um <laughs> so there it is on the floor of the room yeah and he's like ava ava it's so poignant it's the last thing that they say uh-huh. in the episode and and sam it, it's so poignant because he's he, he isn't like ava he's mm-hmm. like oh it's it's like oh no ava yeah um but you don't know did she do this Right, exactly. Like, was she, or was she taken? Yeah. Did she, like, Is she what? dead? Is she yeah. in the demon's grasp? Right. Did she turn? Did she? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know, but Sam is is a little crushed by no matter what, yeah. the fact that this has happened. He's like, oh no. Yeah. You know, this is bad news no matter how this is, whether she was right. kidnapped, taken, or if she turned, if she did this, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how the episode ends. So now we're like getting deeper and deeper into this I whole yellow-eyed demon conspiracy mm. storyline. And and this is where the part of me that has seen future episodes is like, get to it. Uh, yeah. it um oh yeah uh yay yay to the ladies who wrote directed and produced this mm-hmm. episode yeah god i can't wait for jared to get his cast off so we can stop talking about it i know <laughs> it was fun to see gordon again too oh god he's even even though we don't like his character he uh, uh oh god what's his name sterling, sterling brown does such a good job with him <laughs> yeah yeah he is just ice cold i yeah I, I'm riveted by the character. Yeah, I mean, you love to hate him. Yes. You know? But he's dangerous. He's dangerous yeah. to the heroes. Mm-hmm. So Not the a lot dog. of um, oh. pop culture references in this one. Other Just, than TJ Hooker. I think TJ Hooker. Hooker. I think that was the only one. Did you ever watch TJ Hooker? No, I didn't. <laughs> William Shatner as a cop. <laughs> William Shatner was in TJ Hooker. Yeah, he's TJ Hooker. Wow, I don't know really much. I know that T- I know the name TJ Hooker. It yeah. wasn't one of my like old shows that I watched. You know, I watched yeah. like, Cheers. I watched Get Smart. I watched I Dream of Genie. 
Okay. There there are some like old school shows old that were on school, like TV land and stuff. Sure. That... Well, TJ Hooker only had three seasons. So I think it was like 82 to 85. Uh, I was like, it was, uh, it was like TJ Hooker and Fall Guy. Did you ever watch the Fall Guy? I've never show? heard of that one. Ah! <laughs> 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 it's a, a show about a stunt man. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, so only one pop. And I'm kind of glad because... Yeah, sometimes it gets a little bit much. The, the problem with pop, pop culture humor is that it then dates the show. It becomes almost a period piece, you know, eventually. Yeah. Like if we're watching the show 20 years later, um, yeah. which we kind of are almost at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like the MySpace thing from last time. Remember, we were like, oh God, right. MySpace doesn't, oh. isn't a thing anymore. Right, right. Well, especially if they pop culture reference shows from 20 years before their time right. yeah you know that makes it even harder I mean, it's one thing to talk about old old shows like people know bonanza you know we don't watch right. it but if it's yeah. referenced you know what it is but tj yeah. hooker funky town you know everyone knows that because it's a song that you're going to hear on the radio yeah you yeah. Know? yeah so that's or okay. like the, the jack nicholson movies that they've done a couple of times like the shining right. and the shining um whatever right. the other one was one flow of the cuckoo's nest classics you know right right that are just kind of gonna stand the test of time yeah (laughs) (laughs) tj hooker myspace maybe not so much (laughs) not so much all right what's next sammy oh so the next episode is playthings i did watch a little bit of this one uh just Uh because it was i just left it playing you know uh, do the the netflix thing I was like, oh, no. have Is I it... ever seen this episode before? <laughs> I just Not saw that. at all. Really? I mean, I cut... Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. I stopped after a while because it was late and I had other things to do. But I was just like, nope, none nope. of this. Oh, cool. None of this is ringing a bell. It'll be all fresh. Yeah. Yeah. The I, I stopped after I saw the cast. I was like, Valerie, stop. And I, and I, <laughs> I want to be true to our process. Um, but sometimes yeah. I just have to take a peek. Yeah, I have to take a peek. Thanks for joining us on this one on Hunted, our little wrap-up of Hunted. Please make sure to follow us, subscribe to us, rate us anywhere that you can find podcasts. Uh, If you've enjoyed us, a little five-star rating would be greatly appreciated. (laughs) Uh, Please follow us on all of our social media stuff. We are at Salt and Burn This Pod on Instagram and Facebook and at Salt and Burn This on Twitter. And we will see you next week for Playthings. Bye. Bye.